threats around the Supreme Court that have been causing safety concerns. I'm Melissa Howell. He had a bottle in his hand. That's what Fairfax County Police say about a man who was shot and killed by an officer. I'm Nick Eindelli. In court, D.C. loses its request to dismiss a First Amendment lawsuit. I'm Dick Yoliano. Six o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Facet Wealth. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Health officials are concerned about a new surge of COVID cases all across the country. COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations are on the rise nationwide because of the latest COVID subvariant BA5. That is here now. But CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus says another variant is already on the horizon. There's a new variant coming and it's in India. It took over BA5 literally in several weeks called BA.2.75 and that will be our next wave here. So we're going to have these successive waves. We have to make sure we keep vaccines and boosters up in this country. New York City's health department is urging people to wear masks in public indoor settings and around large outdoor gatherings. Matt Piper, CBS News, New York. Whole lot of armchair quarterbacking today as to why Elon Musk said he wants to back out of his $44 billion bid to buy Twitter. New Yorker magazine writer Ken Oletta. It sounds to me as if he made an impulsive decision to acquire Twitter and then had deep regrets about it. And it's been interesting to pull away from it without being stuck with that billion dollar penalty. Twitter says they'll take him to court. Thousands of activists marched to the White House today demanding the Biden administration protect abortion rights. Speakers called on protesters to continue speaking up until change happens. Women's March Director Tamika Middleton. We are here today to make sure that they hear us, they see us, and they know that we will not go back. Yesterday, President Biden urged Americans to elect leaders who support women's abortion rights. In Highland Park, Illinois, funerals continue for the victims of the 4th of July parade massacre. Reporter Suzanne Lamino with the story of one of them. He was sweet, loving. Um... He cared about his family a lot. Jackie Tapia is the spokesperson for the family of Eduardo Uvaldo. Tapia says going to the Highland Park 4th of July parade with his grandchildren was a yearly tradition for Uvaldo. It was his favorite holiday and it was something that as long as the grandkids were happy, he was... He was there. Uvaldo died after he was shot in the head and arm at the parade. His wife, Maria, was hit by bullet fragments. Their 13-year-old grandson was shot in an arm. A GoFundMe has raised more than $85,000 for the family. In Tokyo, a hearse carrying the body of former Prime Minister Shinzo Abe arrived at his home. He was shot Friday while delivering a campaign speech. This is CBS News. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. They offer customized financial planning for you, not just your assets. Learn more at cbsaudio.com slash jill. Good evening. Thanks for listening in. I'm Jenny Glick. The rain finally tapering off at 72 degrees. Our top local story is here in D.C. Three, 
Demonstrators with the Women's March protested outside the White House today asking the Biden administration to protect abortion rights under federal law. More than a thousand people showed up. WTOP's Alejandro Alvarez was there, watching many of them tie themselves to a fence with green bandanas. Normally that would lead to an arrest, but in, that, in this case it didn't happen. The green bandanas are still on the fence. Uh, earlier Secret Service were actually trying to remove those. They seem to have given up. Uh, and as the protest has left the area, they've left those green bandanas on. Uh, they may be taken down soon. I see some more police officers moving in. And also they've left signs laying up against the fence itself. Alejandra Alvarez reporting. Some bike racks have been removed from the Supreme Court grounds due to safety concerns. Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton sent a letter to the Supreme Court Marshal earlier this week requesting the change. Her concern, bike racks blocking sidewalks around the Supreme Court. Norton says with anti-climbing fencing already up, they serve no purpose and force pedestrians to use the street, a serious safety hazard. The Supreme Court Marshal has since responded and says so far the bike racks along Constitution Avenue between Maryland Avenue and 2nd Street Northeast have been removed, and there are plans to remove the rest this weekend. Norton added that she'd also like to see anti-climbing fencing removed as soon as there is no longer a security concern. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. D.C. has lost a fight in federal court to throw out a lawsuit that alleges the former chief of police had a watch list of critics. The federal judge has ruled against D.C.'s motion to dismiss a lawsuit against former police chief Peter Newsham, who now heads the Prince William County Police Department. In the suit, a criminal defense lawyer and outspoken critic of the D.C. Police Department accuses Newsham of having created a watch list of lawyers, activists, and journalists whose freedom of information requests would get extra scrutiny for their potential to bring criticism to the police department. Newsham denies the allegations. Inside Nova reports the judge has cleared the way for the case to proceed. Dick Giuliano, WTOP News. An update now on the man killed by Fairfax County police officer. Police there are now saying he threw a wooden tribal mask at responding officers and tried to swing a bottle at them. The 26-year-old man who was killed has been identified as Jasper Lynch and Fairfax County police are releasing more information about the moments leading up to his death. The man at some point in time had objects in his hand. Police Chief Kevin Davis. Investigators say three officers on the scene tried to de-escalate the situation, but Lynch was holding a bottle and started swinging it at them. Two of the officers fired tasers, the other fired his gun, and Lynch died at the scene. The officer who fired the gun has been with the police department for 10 years. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A new telework policy in Virginia does not seem to be going over well. More than 300 workers from five state agencies have resigned since Governor Glenn Youngkin announced the state's new telework policy in May. That's according to records obtained by Richmond's WRIC. Youngkin had updated the telework policy for all state employees to begin working in person full-time by July 5th. Employees are allowed to submit applications to work remotely, but with various approval processes depending on the number of telework days per week requested. Some requests go to agency heads, while others have to be approved by cabinet secretaries or even by Yunkin's chief of staff. John Aaron, WTOP News. The rain today prompted uh, the cancellation of the fireworks show in Alexandria tonight, but it has been rescheduled for tomorrow night at 9.30. The city celebrating its 273rd birthday. It'll take place at Aronico Bay Park near the water, which can sometimes flood when it rains a lot. Stick around. Coming up after traffic and weather, a warning about a scam targeting senior citizens. It's 6.07.
Shake up your summer with Shakespeare's magical comedy, A Midsummer Night's Dream, live on stage. Folger Theater is transforming D.C.'s National Building Museum into the Playhouse, an enchanting theatrical experience, including activities for the whole family to enjoy. You'll be swept away by the romantic delight and enchantment of one of Shakespeare's most beloved plays. Folger Theater's A Midsummer Night's Dream is on stage at the National Building Museum through August 28th. Tickets at folger.edu. I'm Mike Marillo. I cover the news.